We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'd like to welcome everyone to a very special episode of The Corner. We're at the Rouge Lounge at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. We're bringing you two Mayweather Pacquiao shows and tons of guests are coming through. Let's get right to it. We're here. All right, all right. We have the lovely. Introduce up, uh, girl. <laughs> yeah, don't be shy. There ain't no shyness on this podcast. I'm not shy. My name is Jamila, aka Ja, the GoFundMe girl. Hey, that's who it is. That's <laughs> that's who it is. Okay, so before we even get going, tell a story about what happened, and then I'll tell a story because I've known you before all of this. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Well, I mean, I, I saw, listen, I saw the guy make $55,000 off of potato salad. So I said, listen, if he can make $55,000, I can make a couple coins too. Let me just see what I get. And it was just like an experiment. I was just curious. I have a really supportive, like, Facebook network, and they always look out. I can ask somebody, hey, I need my lawn mowed, and somebody be like, I'll do it. So I said, why not? Let me just, let me just Yo, try it. Yo, life is so and, nice. <laughs> and, let me just see what happens. And I started getting a you know, couple donations, and it just it went viral. I, I when did you know that, like, yo, it's real? Like, I'm starting to get real money off of this. Did you just wake up and be like, look how much dough I got? And no, it, no, I did. I just woke up one day, and I was like, wait a minute. What is go-? My phone was going crazy. And, and it was all because Charlemagne retweeted it and tried to clown me, and it just went crazy. It literally, like, my phone was going off the hook, and it, it was just, it just went viral. I, I didn't expect it to go viral that fast, 
but it just it just kind of went crazy. Better question: When did it go bad? Because then it, it, <laughs> it seemed like this shit went just completely south all of a sudden. It went. It was good and bad at the same time. Free as money's never as, bad. No, as soon no. It, exactly. As soon as it went good, it went bad. As soon as it went viral, like I got, I I I really got death threats. Like people were like, "When you're in Vegas, watch your back." Wait, are, are they here? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> we gotta my watch back. our back. <laughs> we ain't got no glass in this. <laughs> like, it got crazy. Like, Shit, I, like the president got to get bulletproof glass for Jamila. Really was mad and it's like why are you so mad i don't get it yo who donated the most money or is it like secret donations or someone just come well, through and was like yo hold this no <laughs> i want to see you flourish in vegas no, for listen, fight weekend listen go find me you can donate anonymously so the viewers can't see who it is but i can see who it is so it, i had one donor everyone i knew everyone that donated i knew i met them before they're you know people one donor donated 800 i never met him before Never seen it before. He never tried to like talk to me after it. Like he was a That's it? He was a Ravens player. Oh. Okay. Oh, and, shit. And, well. and, and and you know what he said? When he when he donated, he emailed me. He said, Listen, I saw all the hate you got and I just wanted to help out. I said That's oh. like shoot your shot number one rule. <laughs> Right there. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want anything back. I'm just trying to help you out, no. baby girl. And you know he's here somewhere. No, he's like, not. Like, he's just chilling. He's, he's going to Vegas. He's a married man, number one. Uh, which wait, really what? Means, this is the NFL, which, by the way. <laughs> this, this is shit the just NFL. Wait. Yo, no. Does his wife know about this donation? <laughs> like, he, I would, he's really married. I would never expose him because he looked out. I would never expose him. No, of course but not. But he never, he never came on to me. And see y'all laughing. I'm sorry. He's your Mr. Big. It's like sex and see he's your Mr. Big. We got your Mr. Big. No, he, he looked out. He never came on to me and tried to talk to me. Like, he was a really, like, he really did it just genuinely. The kindness of his heart. Yes. Okay, so wait. I, I said, listen, are you going to be in Vegas? Like, wh- I was confused. Like, he said, it's no, nice I just, I saw the hate and I just wanted to look out. I said, oh, all right. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, a lot of people knew you from that, but I've known you before that. Mm-hmm. Back when I worked at BET. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's another it, story in itself. But people don't know, like, you're an author. I'm an author, You're a working girl. You wasn't just out here just trying to get handouts. And and that's what made me so mad because some people attacked me so hard. Like, oh, she's broke. Oh, she can't afford to go. She don't need to go. No, listen, I'm a hustler. I hustle people for money for a living. I work at a strip club. I do bottle service. So that's my, that's how I make money. Like, I, I make money from... Other people. Taking people's money. Outside of that, I have a full-time job, 9 to 5. I have a degree in journalism. I work 60 hours a week. I, I work. And I wrote two books. And I, and I hustle my books. I sell my books. I'm trying to write a movie. Like, I'm not some bum bitch that just... Listen, I, I've been to the last four Mayweather fights. I know. I've seen you. So, <laughs> so it's not like... You know what I mean? Like, I'm not just this girl they made me out to be. But people who don't know me are, of course, going to say that. Like, that, that, that's what it is. And I accept it. Like, at first, I was, like, trying to attack every person that... I'm not used to getting that attention. So people was commenting. I'm commenting back, like, fuck you. I'm not broke. <laughs> I couldn't help it. But at this point, I'm just like, I know what I have. I know my net worth. I'm cool. But you, I'm, I'm comfortable. But you also transition your GoFundMe into something else for a cause. Yes. Talk about and, that. And that's, and that's what's really crazy because people got so mad about it. 
Before I did my GoFundMe, I posted my friend from high school. She has cancer. She had breast cancer. And before I even did my GoFundMe, I posted hers on my page. Did anybody donate? Of course not. Mm. Nobody donated. I posted it on my page because I know that, like I said, my Facebook is really supportive. So I posted it. No one donated. When I did my GoFundMe, her brother, who I used to babysit when way back, her brother contacted me and said, hey, listen, can you, um, you know, post my sister's GoFundMe? I see you're getting all this, this shine from yours. Sure, of course. I haven't talked to her since high school. I found out she had cancer through Facebook. But we was cool in high school. I used to babysit her little brothers. Of course I would post it. So I posted it. And, of course, social media and the haters went crazy. Oh, you need to give her all of your money and blah, blah, blah. Listen, my network is different from her network. Like, my network is very supportive. Like, they supported me. And it's people that I knew. I didn't, I didn't do the GoFundMe expecting, like, strangers to donate. I did it expecting, like, my my network to donate so long story short her her people they started to donate once i promoted it and and it sucks because that's just a society that we have like it, it is what it is i gave her the proceeds i gave her anything after the 15 the 1500 that i asked for i gave it to her yo how'd you come up with that number 1500 because this is mayweather weekend it seemed a little bit low for yeah. a number at 1500, you, you must got your own paper because that's that's well, like I, I've already one said way I have trip. My own paper, but <laughs> I came up with 15 just because normally I only spend literally 500 out here when I come out here because I'm a female. I don't have to spend of, money. Of course, of course. I don't have to spend money, so I said, all right, flight and a hotel, a thousand maybe, 500 extra spending, 1500. I just guessed a random number and to be clear a lot of people on twitter they've been talking when the article came out and you know when you went viral and stuff people uh -huh. were talking like yo you're gonna fit eight girls in one bedroom for fifteen hundred dollars she's not here with eight girls slander she got her own bed you Oops. did vegas right i'm here with one girl just a friend my friend Chilling. right here my girlfriend's ava hey boo we're waving doing shit <laughs> yeah no i don't need eight girls in a room like that's that's what i was on instagram like Going, my, my thumbs was going sore. Like, I was going in. Like, fuck y'all, I'm not broke. Like, <laughs> I, I was so mad. Everybody's calling me broke. I'm not broke. Yeah, rule number one, <laughs> now that you know, never comment on a, somebody who comments uh, on your shit. You I open know in a now. can of worms. You can't do it. I, I, I've never been that exposed. So I had 2,000 comments. People just going in. It was new to me. Like, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not Kim Kardashian. I don't know how to handle that. Me, I'm going back and forth. Like, now, I will just, I learned my lesson. It's, I will just sit back and let them talk. It's nothing I can do about it. So now that you're here, what are you looking forward to? The fight? After um, parties? I'm just looking forward to get drunk. That's just. <laughs> Let's go. And you know how real that is? Like, what she said Talks is. this podcast over. No, right? no. Like, this one right here, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Bro. Internet. This one right here, when she said, I'm going to get drunk, it's going to happen. Uh, he already knows. It's I the took, inevitable. I took. Don't matter Maybe what fucking time it is. How many shots did I have? I got here. I landed at 11 o'clock today, and I probably had one, two, three, four, uh, six drinks already. She's endangering her Yo, guest appearance on the podcast. You know Yo, what I'm I did catch up right now. Like, 
We I'm, got a bar right there. I'm like, a as drinker. Soon as this is over. I love liquor. I, I like to have a good time. Like, and, I, and I'm not out here twerking and being crazy. I just like to chill. I like to turn up. Like, I have a good time. Like, I'm just. You look like you're having I'm a good fun. time. That 1500, that 1500 went to liquor. Listen, she got her own money. <laughs> she got her own room, her own flight. You funding the six drinks she already had. Listen, it like is it. what it is. I mean, right. actually, I only bought two of my drinks. See? Somebody oh, else. Jesus. <laughs> Yo. Are you going to hustle into the fight, too? Uh, I'm trying to. I went to the last four fights. So, and I usually never know until the day of the fight, somebody hits me up like, oh, I got an extra ticket. All right. So I'm hoping, but this is going to be a tough one, so. You don't, I don't say. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't, don't think say. it's going to be as easy as it normally is. I'm going to look over. You're going to be third row chilling. <laughs> I have better seats than us and shit. Yeah. No, but if all else fails, I already got my tickets to watch it at Aria, so I'll be there if all else fails. I'm trying to get in the fight. Anyone want to give me a ticket, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, right now. Anyone listening? Right now. This, this, this will be out in time. It's going to be another mysterious football player. Yes. With a ticket. Out of the kindness of his heart yes. in your DMs. Like, yo, here, hold this ticket real Sliding quick. In. I don't want nothing. He's going to show up in the seat next to you. Yeah, that, that works for me. I'll take it. Listen, I'll take anybody's ticket, money. I don't care. Like, I'll take your boyfriend's money. I'll take your mom's money. I take your uncle, your cousin. I don't. It's I'll up for take grabs. It. It's up for grabs. If you if you wanna, if you're gonna offer it, I'll take it. Well, Jesus. thanks for coming on with us. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I just, you always have to ask. Oh, you. listen. I know. I mean, do you care who wins the fight? Do you give a shit? Um, it wouldn't make sense, right? I do only because I like I said I've been to the last four, so I kind of I'm kind of just hoping Mayweather just wins it. I think he will. Just I just think it's set up for him to win. I don't okay. think Pacquiao. Come on, I don't. I don't. I just don't think it's gonna happen. All right. She I ain't just, feeling. She ain't feeling the Pac-Man. No, I, I don't. I everybody don't. Everybody look. You like Mayweather because you know everybody. A lot of people just hate him. People, listen. People. But they hate, hate him. you too, right? Exactly. They okay, hate so him because guys. he's flashy and they no. But at the end of the day, he's he's a good athlete. Like he's gonna he's gonna win it. I think he's gonna. He's well, got there it. you got it. He's gonna win it, and we're gonna get drinks. So. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back with another guest. Y'all chill out. We're just going to see if we can pull someone real quick. We're going to see who's up next. We'll let you guys know on the other side of this. I'm going to get a drink. Andres, hold it down. Wait, 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 wait. Jamil, you got to plug yourself, like the books and yes, all that. Yes, I'm yes. going to get a drink while you do this. Out here. You yes. Do Listen, my first book, I'm trying to write a movie on it. So y'all got to get the book. It's on taleofgreed.com. It's a decent book. It's based on, like, two girls. Wait, that decent? How you plug yourself and say your shit is decent? That's it's Philly Just, slang. It's Philly slang. We say decent. Decent means good. Right. Yeah. All right, we got chiming in over here. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's 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 two girls, like they're young girls, and they they move to New York, and it's just a it's a story about them trying to get money and the things that they do to try to get money, and it's 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 related. People were saying, oh, listen, it's you trying to get money and. You're doing it like the wrong way. No, I'm doing it the right way. I'm not on my knees getting it. So, but the girls in the book, they like, they doing some other shit. So anyway, get the book. It's on tellofgreed.com. All right, and your Twitter, and I mean, like my, people don't have it, but let's. It, everything's it. the same. My Twitter, uh, my Facebook, my Instagram is ja four two three j a h four two three. All right, we're gonna let you go have some drinks then. <laughs> yes, I need some more. Good having you. Thanks for having me. Let's get out of here. <laughs> the champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here.
guys are missing out on an incredible time here. Yes. But to our guest, intro yourself, man. What's up, guys? Uh, Martins Vanderbilt, Yahoo Sports. I'm the Xavier Woods of your Biddy Langston and uh, Kofi Kinson over here. New day? New day? Oh, shit. I, di- I didn't We're expect that one. We're I, di- I did not expect that one coming. Now I'm thrown. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Kel. What up, Dre? What up, Kel? You called us the New Day of Podcast. I don't know if I should like that. Yo, so Yo, a- they're they the champions, right? That's true. There you go. I'm That's awake. True. Does that make me Big E? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You be- <laughs> no, you got to wear the uncomfortable looking singlet. That's what you got to do, Mr. Langston. Yo, they're going to Photoshop us onto the heads of the New Day. It's not a bad idea. We're going to be on Twitter tomorrow. That'd be great. I don't have any Photoshop skills, though. No, Speaking nah, of Photoshop, Marcus sent me a picture today. Yeah, let me pull it out. Hold on. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was the SmackDown preview of New Day with the tag titles, and they're Photoshopped on. It looked like a fifth grader did it. It looks horrible. They oh, just, my it's God. Just bad. Yo, they couldn't just take a picture of the New Day after they won it? Of course. Why they got to uh, do my people so wrong? Well, you, well you, you know why. Come on. Come we on. We just talked about this a couple episodes. Yeah, again? I'm telling you. They doing us wrong again? If you have are, you, are you surprised? I am not surprised. Okay. I can't wait until they feud with primetime players, and we're going to get the most entertaining black television. Look at that. Housewives. Look at that. Oh my God! It looks like the little cartoon character joints. I used to have that for like my little action figures when I was five. Looks ridiculous. Oh God! They're so, doing us so dirty. WWE, you know y'all out there. Y'all gotta change it, man. Y'all wouldn't do that to the Lucha Dragons. Look at that! Look at this picture. Here's a much Yo, better photo. Let me show this. You wouldn't, this <laughs> you wouldn't do that to the Ascension. Like, why we gotta do like that? Because the Ascension. Yeah, well, they never get the titles. No, nah, they ain't never getting the titles. But still, Tyson Kidd ain't get photoshopped. That is true. That's true. They doing it's, us dirty, man. It's dirty. Bad. It's bad. Before we get into some WWE stuff, though, it is Mayweather Pacquiao weekend. Uh, Marcus here on behalf of Yahoo Sports. First of all, how many credentials did you guys put in? Uh, no comment. <laughs> Le- listen, listen. Less than ESPN is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. For those that don't know, there's been about a thousand credentialed media for Mayweather Pacquiao, and ESPN is basically taking up like half of that by bringing their entire staff. Yahoo's not too far behind. Uh, yeah, yo, I'm uh, surprised I'm here. I don't know how I got listen, here. Listen, we're, we're in single digits. Well, see, single digits isn't bad. That's not that bad. When you, at, bad. when you look at some people. ESPN is deep. Deep. They're yeah. like the money team. Kel said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I saw someone the other day, full track outfit, ESPN logo on the back. Got hats. They're rolling deep, yo. Their, their crew is legit. Shit is real. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, it is, so for you, Marcus, the, the, the work that goes into this week, Kevin Ioli's got to be overwhelmed. You would think so, but uh, Kevin is so good that he not only did boxing coverage today, he also filed an MMA story. How? Because he, he's amazing. I, I don't understand how this man operates. Um, he, he tends to write and write and write and write some more. Um, so I, I'm sure, he, you know, he, plus, you know, you know Kevin. He's like the mayor of, of Press Row. So he, I'm sure he's loving seeing not only his, his old friends, but also new faces in Media Row. It's kind of crazy. All right, so, you know, we're fans. We're fight fans. We worked at BET together. Yeah, we need to do a separate podcast on that. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> Lamar, I just got to get your take. We were getting predictions for the fight. Five years ago, who would you have picked, and then who would you have picked today? Mayweather, Mayweather. Um, I think five years ago, uh, Pacquiao would have had a better shot of catching Floyd off guard in the first couple of rounds. Um, but now I think there's just no shot that Floyd's going to set himself to be, be caught like that. And, you know, once round three, round four gets in, Floyd's going to shift gears and it's going to be, you know, all over, unfortunately. Yo, 
real quick before we move past that too far, Glasses Malone said Floyd's the best ever. Yay or nay? Shout out to Glasses. Uh, Glasses, if you're listening, yay. If you're not listening, nah, you're, you're tripping. <laughs> Political. <laughs> Yo, Political I like response. it. You're, you're giving great media answers right now. See, this is how this man works at Yahoo. He's uh, riding the fence. I would say top 10, maybe. All right, so right it's, behind Rocky Marciano. Get, come, Yo, stop it. <laughs> You, I had to, I had to throw that up, in there. You've got to stop doing this, man. I always got to get you riled up, Andres. Always, always. you got to stop doing this. Like, all right, we've been arguing on Twitter. You've been on this Rocky Marciano retired undefeated, so he deserves to be in the Yo, top five of all time. he could have been five through eight. I needed a tiebreaker. He was the undefeated fighter. You can't, Durant be, you can't been be serious, right? It. Yo, it was him, Duran, Hagler, and, and Frazier. Five through eight. No Willie Pep. Needed, no, Harry, no Henry Armstrong. Needed a tiebreaker. No Joe Lewis. Joe Son. is right there somewhere. I wow. need a tiebreaker. He took five. Marcus, can you talk some sense to my co-host here? You know, I've listened to every show now, and uh, we need a hashtag for Joe. Because some of the shit he says on the show. This shit's greatness, yo. Pure greatness. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it greatness. Uh, great bullshit, maybe, but uh, not greatness. <laughs> yo, he slanders everything. He's, he slanders Dolph Ziggler. I wouldn't even mention Ziggler because, you know. Ziggler's... He's great. Forever intercontinental champion. That, that's not a problem. That y'all so, are fine so with is that. Mr. Perfect. Okay, that's fine. He is Mr. Perfect. That, he hey. Swagger Jack, Mr. Perfect, he's whole a, routine. He's a Hall of Famer then. He swagger jacks everything. If we want to talk about Ziggler for a second, he uses like eight people's finishing moves. He goes for a famous or a super kick like my man. You got anything? You hear the animosity in this man's voice when he talks about this? And shit? his finisher is whack. Anyway, back to Mayweather Pacquiao. <laughs> Ziggler just had to catch that real quick. Look, look. Does anybody care about this undercard? We just had the undercard press conference today. And that shit, my God. Yo, Leo versus I, some dude. I, I'm, I'm putting this Leo, Leo versus some dude who's wearing like a knockoff like Nike t-shirt. And like a knockoff Maypat hat. I mean, listen, the dude even said he's like 110th in the world. I'm sure he's did a nice little check. Um, I like Santa Cruz personally, but I, I just think we're going to get two twit fights, and then we're going to have people, A, will be confused because normally you get three undercard, exactly. maybe sometimes four undercard fights right. before the main event. So there's going to be a lot of people who around 8.30, when the fight's already starting, are just now turning on the television, and they're like, yo, what the fuck? So... Um, in terms of the actual competition, though, no, it, it's, it's it is what it is. It's been this way for probably the last couple years now for these major fights. Undercard has, has been lacking. It's it's like you know, fighters say, "I want to be on the biggest undercard," but it's like I asked Santa Cruz today. I was like, "But there's going to be an empty arena. Nobody's going to be watching your fight. I mean, there's going to be a few people that diehard fight fans, but nobody cares nah, about not this many. undercard. Not many people are watching that. Yo. And like, I forgot if it was Aram or some or uh, Leonard telling the story about. A Pacquiao fighting on the undercard for Tyson and what Holyfield? Uh, Tyson Lewis. Tyson Lewis. I mean, listen, uh, if if Santa Cruz is, is headlining a supercard ten years from now, good for him. But it's not because he was on the undercard of the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. Uh, funny thing, uh, Marcus, you were there. What did Leonard Ellerby call Jake Gyllenhaal today? <laughs> <laughs> Why was Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake, it was like Jake. Conversation. Gigi. Jake Gigi. So here's the story, right, Kelsey? You wasn't there. So we had the, pre, uh, the, the undercard press conference, and one of the sponsors is Southpaw, the new movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. It. 
And Leonard Ellaby apparently has never heard of Jake Gyllenhaal and didn't even try to pronounce his name right. So he saw, like, the Y and all that shit in his name and just said, and Jake, and, 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 like, ran with Yo, it. just like, kept moving. Like, like, straight kept face, like, all right, I said it right. <laughs> no fucks He's given. not a fan of Prince of Persia, I'm guessing. <laughs> shit, who is a fan <laughs> of Prince of Persia? <laughs> nah, that's crazy. So you said you got Mayweather in a fight. Anyway, Pacquiao wins this, though? Anyway, like... You give him the smallest of margins of winning? Magic beans? Um, if that's code for something else, sure. <laughs> uh, I would give him maybe a 10% chance, and it would have to be rounds one through three. He's not going to catch him early. He's not going to catch him late. So, so his 9 o'clock, it's Floyd's fight. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I can start writing my article early. And I think round one's going to be that round where um, it's going to probably be the most electric, and you're going to see – Pacquiao take these shots, but if you're not, if you haven't seen a Mayweather fight, you might think he's didn't hit. But in reality, he's, he's absorbing these hits defensively. So don't don't be fooled into the oh he, he got no no he wasn't hurt. Trust me. So he's got to catch him early. All right, let's talk about the real star of the show, uh, wrestling. All right, so, we've been wanting to talk about this ROH card for like three weeks. How hype are you about this ROH card? Ring of Honor for people, you know, just tune into a podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm a recent ROH fan. I went to the show with Andres out in March. Yes. Uh, the anniversary show. And uh, I'm trying to carve out four days of uh, alone time. Because I just got married a yes, few weeks man. ago. So, I was at the wedding. It was beautiful. Uh, this is going to be tough to pull off four nights of, uh, hey, I got, I got work to do. So um, uh, this card is uh, pretty stacked. And... You know, I think ROH is a great alternative for people like myself who's getting pretty stale on the WWE product. Um, so if you haven't seen ROH before, I would definitely check out one of these four shows just to get a sense of what they're about. And if you have, you're not familiar with New Japan, this is also a great primer to New Japan because, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, Carino and uh, Kevin Kelly are good at really sort of breaking down these guys and sort of like starting from basically, like starting from scratch. So you, you get a sense of who these guys are. So um, I would definitely check out one of the cards. See, it's... I mean, you got, I mean, if you look at the card, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I, off the top of my head, you got a triple threat with the Young Bucks, the Kingdom, and uh, the influence. It, it's a four-way. It's, uh, oh, it's a four-way, you're right. It's uh, Beretta and Rocky Romero. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, just, it's just loaded. Like, yo, it's it, hard for me to talk about wrestling in the middle of May with a Pacquiao week, you know? Yeah, I, sometimes you got to do it, man. We talked about Jake Gyllenhaal, and we I can pronounce his Jake name. Gyllenhaal. Wrestling got to get some love. And LB, man, you got to get it right. And we're now the new day, obviously. Right. Whatever Marcus comes in, we are the new day. The champions. <laughs> champions. Uh, what other boxing events are really catching your eye? Obviously, you have to do a lot of work in the industry and with boxing. Like, going forward, is there a huge letdown after this fight? Or is it something, you know, to, to keep interest going? A lot of people are worried about that. You know what's been great for boxing is the whole uh, PBC uh, element in terms of providing pretty much weekly shows. I mean, that's week is not PBC, but we got Canelo. Uh, fighting Kirtland. Sorry, Kirtland. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, got no ch- you got no shot. Get the check. Um, and then after that is what... Uh, after that, we got a triple... Triple G in Inglewood, in L.A. Yeah, so... Yeah. Manslaughter after manslaughter. Now, could you could you see Triple G making the, the desperation plea to Floyd? Just say, hey, if you're going to do one last fight, if you're thinking about 160 with Kodo, why not fight... A real man and myself, and of course, pass the torch. 
Triple G's going to do that. He's been calling out Floyd ever since, like, when we talked to him two years ago. He's wanted a piece of Floyd. He said he'll come down. 154. Is Gennady Golovkin wants a piece of Floyd Mayweather. That punching power at 154 is scary. He's a scary dude. And if I'm Floyd, I totally understand why you say no. Yeah, you absolutely. No, you got to say, say yes. no. You say nope. no. Just say no. Not enough money in the G. world. Yeah. Nah. And, and he loves money. Not enough money not for in the your, world. Not for your final fight. No, that's mm -hmm. not how you want to go out. Nah. You, you thought the Pacquiao memes were bad? Oh, my God. Let Floyd get laid out. Let him walk into the wrong punch. He's never seeing the end of it. So does this mean that Gennady Golovkin is the next big boxing star? Nah. He's foreign, right? Like, it's rough. He cannot, I mean, He's not going to be bigger than Wilder. I mean, Deontay Wilder? That's, yeah. that's, your, that's your pick. Yeah, I mean, he's relatable. He's a heavyweight. He is relatable. He's American. You can market him. He can be in Nike ads. He can be, you know, the face of something. Triple G, say four words. And, and I think he's a great boxer. I think he's a great person. It's rough to market that. I don't, I don't know, man. His English has gotten a lot better. Still yes. a lot better. He's gotten um, a lot better. And people pay to see him fight. People don't pay to see Wilder fight like no. that yet. People don't know Wilder yet. Yeah, Deontay, like the heavyweight division is still trash. Until the Klitschko's retire. You, you said next, and if he could beat Klitschko by that, any I mean, stretch of the match, that would change great. everything. That would change. Yeah. Um, but you, the next great star, he has to be it. And technically, I, I feel Canelo is currently I, and, and, the next and great And I think Canelo is still my, my, my choice because, yeah, remember, he's only, what, 20? 20, 25 now? No, younger than I that. He's 23 he's or 24. God. That's how young this guy is, and he's got a bunch of experience under his belt. And I just think he's waiting for Floyd to retire so he can sort of get back and, you know. Take he, those Mexican holidays over and exactly. sell out oh, Vegas. Cinco de Mayo is Canelo's. As soon as Mayweather retires, now, Cinco de Mayo is Canelo's. Let Canelo learn some English and look out. As, all, as all he needs to do, if he learns a little bit of English, enough to do just your basic, like, highly questionable interview, he'd be set. That's what he should be working on between now and Floyd retires. So you're saying he just has to sound like Poppy. From C, C, yes, yeah, yes. That's all he needs. That's, that's it. all he needs. And he's golden. He's golden. It, it, it makes perfect sense because, again, with Canelo, he's got the look. Women love him. He can fight. Instead of working on cutting weight, work on your English. Get Women your English. do love him, though. Yeah, just do a couple ESPN commercials. I mean, you'll get an endorsement deal. Yeah. And that's it. That was always Tito Trinidad's biggest drawback because he, he didn't speak English. He struggled. So, you know, that's my take. All right, Marks, before we get you out of here, plug all your stuff. Let them know where they can find you. You know, he's the most interesting man on the Internet if you don't follow him. He's, he's it. You always he have flex some hyperbole stuff. muscles today, huh? Well, I'm saying, yo, he got, he got dope stuff. He'd be dropping gems, uh, no, little jewels. Good. I tweet random shit. Like, it, it could be a car chase one night or wrestling the next night. So, um, first up, I got a podcast, uh, The Kings of Sport, myself and Nate Milton. Uh, you can find that at thekingsofsport.com. Uh, and then uh, Twitter and Instagram, Marco Will, M-A-R-C-O-W-I-L-L. -L, and, of course, uh, Yahoo Sports. Look at that. Look at that. So another quick little break. We're going to walk around, grab another guest. We're chilling. There's rock in the building. We'll be right back. Oh, Jesus. The champ is here. The champ is here. All right, all right. What's up, everybody? We are back. More guests. Less Ciroc. The Ciroc is done. It was yeah, that quick. We ain't playing games around here. Another guest. Thank you for joining us. Intro yourself. 
What's going on, y'all? My name is Ismail Abdusalam, writer for BeatsBoxingMayhem.com, also for KnockoutNation.com, a contributor to AllHipHop.com. Uh, also, the Knicks site, NYKLoyalist.com. A little rough for the Knicks this year, but, you know, we hanging in there. I commend you for writing for that. that, that that's rough. You got to wake <laughs> Very up every day and just... painful. Got the I can't even say on. anything. Like, this is, a, this is a combat sports podcast, but somebody need to knock Dolan the fuck out. Because <laughs> I don't know what's going on over right. there with New York. Good Lord. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I understand. Everybody say it to you. Just look at me like... It's a tough job, isn't it? I'm like, oh, yes. Okay, so look, Ismail, we've, I've known you for years, mm-hmm. and this is not our first rodeo. Right. How does this compare to every other Mayweather? First of all, it's only Thursday. Correct. It's only Thursday. So right. how does this stack up to the other big fights that you've covered? This blows everything away. The closest thing would have been Mayweather-Canelo, and that pales in comparison. This whole event, even the lead-up, has been ridiculous. Uh, the press... The people here who don't cover boxing, who are posing as experts, you know, everything, the whole process has just been ridiculous. So I can't even imagine what the weighing is going to be like, what the fight night is going to be like, especially if the outcome is anything controversial. You know, we might be talking about this for months, if not the rest of the year. Yeah, shout out to the people faking like experts, taking all the credentials. Exactly. So many of them. And first of all, again, we're, we're broadcasting from Rouge at the MGM Grand. There's like a ton of people walking by with badges. I think it's like a field trip going on at the MGM. Right. Yeah, right? I need to pull some of these people. I just go into the crowd. <laughs> you think any of them know what's going on? Nah. All they know is they got their credentials, so they're straight. Yo, I don't, I don't know <laughs> what's going Valley? on behind us, yo. Make sure you guys come out tomorrow and see this. It's exactly. crazy. I don't know what's happening. And this is the thing. We've <laughs> always said we want boxing to be more mainstream. That's what all of us riders say. They need to do more to make it more mainstream. This is the consequence. Until they take all our credentials. <laughs> exactly. Right, and then none of us are ringside. Is what yeah. you yeah. ask for. Us Weekly, like, covering the Mayweather fight. Don't know shit. Yo. That's where we're at. <laughs> People Magazine, all of them. They all here. Yo, yo, it's crazy. Wait, who? Kel, were you there? At, uh, just off subject, kind of. At the UFC fight when uh, Home and Garden was there, nah. asking questions. Oh God! They're, oh, at least they were asking questions. Big I mean, up. they were asking questions about it was it was a Frankie like, Edgar fight. It was about like gardening. Yes, they were like Frankie. You, Marcus was there. Marcus. <laughs> yes, and asked about like what's your Maybe favorite room then. in the Ultimate Fighter house, and like which had the wow. most plants. Like it was the dumbest. Like how did oh, you get a credential? Was that him versus Penn. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Yo. this is what this is what the future is going to come to when more mainstream media outlets cover fights. When you Yo. get like 10 million hits per month, you can do stuff like that. No matter what the name of your outlet is, you can get away with it. Come in and ask about what favorite ficus do you like? Like, what I'm surprised that we seen Perez Hilton here. None of them people. They probably around here somewhere. Yo, they're somewhere uh, here. Yo, TMZ's around here somewhere. Oh, we know they're here. They everywhere. Know they here. Yeah. Yo, I'll tell you, don't let me have too much to rock. We end up on TMZ. <laughs> Can't It'd be it. all bad. It's better than MTO. Listen, we move up in the world. Oh. See? I'm sure, anyway, they, I'm sure they're here, too. <laughs> anyway, so before I get on Kel, because you know I'm going to get on Kel about his pound-for-pound pound list. <laughs> but um, Glasses Malone was on our show yesterday. Okay. Said that both Mayweather and Pacquiao were top five pound-for-pound pound all time already. You watched boxing for a long time. What do you think about that? I think that's ridiculous, but I think that's also symptomatic of how much you know. I mean, if you kind of grew up in the TV era, you might think these two are the larger-than-life fighters. But if you look at some of the records, when you start going into boxing history, boxing history is a couple hundred years old. You know, there were guys fighting back in the 1700s, 1800s. But when we get to modern boxing, you want to start maybe late 1800s to now, there's a lot of names. You know, you got Roberto Duran. you got Sam Langford. 
You got uh, Harry Greb. You got Sugar Ray Robinson. You got the original Jack Dempsey. Uh, when you start going through all these names, you will get to about 50 fighters pretty quickly. You know, Willie Pep, you know, Sandy Sadler. You know, there's too many names to put them that high. For Mayweather, I will say he is the best matchmaker of all time. The best businessman of all time. Oh, he's Ooh. so smart with that, but yo. That Canelo fight, that Canelo fight's gonna look great on his resume when it's all said and done. But top ten fighter, no. And that's no knock on him. He's probably the best fighter I've seen live, you know, covering boxing, you know, in my lifetime. But right now, if I had to go off the top of my head, I might make Mayweather maybe top twenty-five, and maybe Pacquiao maybe top thirty, top thirty-five. Woo! Kel, where'd you have Mayweather on your list? Yo, Mayweather was four. Four. Four on the list right now. Wow. Before Manny, Mayweather is four. Wow. It's three spots less than glasses. They, but you, Mayweather is four right now. Do you see the shit I got to deal with on my wow. show? When somebody says, like, already, he hasn't fought Pacquiao yet. When you dominate an era, great, you know, there was errors with great boxers. And right. people were third and fourth in their era. Right now, Floyd is the greatest in his era. Okay. Two decades, he has been the greatest fighter. You can go on my top five list because of that. Okay, but you're discounting the fact that, all right, no certain Floyd, he became a world champion early in his career. He's mm -hmm. been fighting since, what, 98? 98. Right. He didn't really get on pound for pound list until 2004? Was that when he, when he was, like, behind Bernard Hopkins? Right. Now, up until that point, he beat Gennaro Hernandez, beat Diego Corrales, which everybody was impressed with. Yeah, that was great. Great one. But... Does that put him ahead of a Sugar Ray Robinson, Sugar Ray Leonard, right. Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns, Roberto Duran at lightweight, who, savage, who ravages everywhere, Chavez, senior, not junior. <laughs> you got to look at your record. Matter of fact, let's ask this. How many Hall his of Famers? unblemished, by the way. Prime Hall of Famers does Floyd Mayweather have on his resume? Prime Hall of Famers? I mean, I, do you want to count... De La Hoya, De La not in his prime. Past prime. Oh, no, and, oh, past prime. Oh, when and he and nearly beat him. No, I thought you meant in their prime would they be in the Hall of Fame. No, no, no. He hasn't no. fought anyone in their prime, which is why he's smart. He <laughs> catches them before their prime or after, or after it, right? but it looks amazing in hindsight. Right. 20 years from now, people aren't going to remember when he fought them, just that they're on the list. And he's smart enough to do that. And, and that's the key with him. If he can catch, he, he missed the window for Thurman, where he could probably beat him and mm -hmm. school him a little bit. That time has passed. Thurman's, like, getting a little bit too good for that. If he can catch another young dude right, right. before, like, let's say, you know, he somehow gets, like, Crawford to move up. Like, you know, someone, and he catches him. He's the heavier guy or something. Right. You, you never know. He catches it. Crawford goes on a run. That shit looks great 10 years from now. He's great at doing that, and his team is good at doing that. And here's another thing that's interesting about Mayweather. He's been through so many weight classes. The only weight class where I would say he's probably arguably the best fighter would be I had, at 130 pounds. I would really be hard-pressed to think anybody could beat him at that weight. But when you look at welterweight, 140 pounds, lightweight, would you make him a top 10 fighter in any of those weight classes? So when you look at welterweight, you're looking at Ray Leonard, Ray Robinson, Tommy Hearns, Roberto Duran. Does he beat any of those guys? All right. I, I, I'll answer your Does he beat Wilford Benitez? Does question. he even beat him? Is it today's rules or is it then the rules back then? Well, you know, some of those guys fall in the 80s, so we, we go, go by 80s. Yo, if we go yeah. 15 rounds, 15 rounds, I'm taking Floyd against a good amount of them. Really? he's smart and he cannot be hit. It's a, it's, there's something about not being hit after mm -hmm. the fifth round. When you're not hit after the fifth round in a 12-round fight, you win 7-5. to five. 
When you do that in a 15-round fight, you dominate 10 to 5. It's a, it's a right. whole different world. Guys get tired. Floyd doesn't get tired. You want, you want to just say anything about him. Man doesn't get tired. His defense carries through front to back. Right. It'll be tough. He'll take a beating in those earlier rounds. Duran would have just tore him up. But I think he survives and he outboxes him. And Duran's conditioning wasn't the greatest either. And he, I think well, when we're talking about prime Duran, we're talking about six. a lightweight Duran, 135 pounds. Now, Floyd at lightweight, he had those two fights with Jose Luis Castillo. It was cool. Arguably lost the first fight. Second fight he did win. Still kind of close, competitive. His other fight was against uh, Victoriano Sosa. Mm-hmm. And I believe that was it. And that then was he it. went I was to one I don't think he, he was, was there out. much longer than that. It was, it was so, a quick transition. You think he'll beat Duran at 140? I mean, excuse me, 135 pounds. I, I think he can outlast him if it's 15 rounds. Mm. Duran was again, a bull. He could, be, he could be knocked out by the sixth, so 15 might not matter. And then we look at him at 140 pounds. So then you have, let's say, Aaron Pryor. You have Chavez Sr. You have Costa Zoo. Ooh, Does Costa Mayweather Zou beat big. those guys? Now, Mayweather's record at 140, he fought Gaddy, whitewash. You know that fight. He fought uh, Sean Bay Mitchell. I believe, or was that 147? Sean Bay was 147. No, I think Sean Bay was 140. I think Sean Bay was his debut at 147. So I think he yeah. actually fought Gaddy and he fought Demarcus Corley. At Chuck 140. Gave him a little bit of All right. That's his record at 140. So from what you saw at 140, is that good enough to beat all time greats at that weight? I think, I think he can beat them. I think mm. he's never settled into a weight class. Right. He's, he's just never done it. I, I've always been an opinion. I said it before. If Floyd would have stuck with one weight class, mm-hmm. people would have gave him more credit. Because right now he's jumped a bunch of weight classes, and still they say, well, you haven't beaten anyone, or you haven't beaten anyone in a prime. If he would have dominated and ran through a weight class, it would have looked way better at the end. If he would have just ran 140 for 10 years, mm-hmm. way better on his resume. Right. He was just chasing the money, though. Until legacy, he didn't care about legacy until this year. And like, that now is that a plus that. or a minus? Because like you said, there's a minus a because you, you can't man, automatically give him a win like some people do. Oh, he'll beat he'll beat Zoom. Oh, he'll beat Chavez. Or he would have beat uh, Mosley five years ago if they would have fought. People automatically assume that, and I can't give him those wins. I can't give him wins over people that are more decorated at that weight class. I, I so can't, that's I, what makes his ranking kind of difficult. But you know, I think Floyd at the bare minimum should be a top 25 fighter. But I can't rank him over guys that dominated their weight class, you know, 10, 15 title defenses. Yeah, yeah, that's the key. He just moved around too much. Right. I, I, I think if he would have stayed at 140 for 10 years, he would have ran it. Ismail's got you on your back foot, son. He's got <laughs> you on your back foot fight. But he chased the money. Like, that. that's cool. Right. I, that's a personal decision. Just talent-wise, talent-wise, he's in my top five. Because, yes, if he's at that weight class, mm-hmm. he's preparing. He has his trainers. He has his knowledge. For any of those fighters, I like his chances. If he goes through a whole camp and gets to learn those fighters, I like his chances against all of them. So he's like Batman. If he has time to prepare, he beats anybody. That's it. He beats anybody. You ain't just throwing him in the <laughs> ring. Like, if, you know, if they just met up outside of Spring Mountain real quick and try to shoot the five, he's losing. Well, but if he I got mean, time to, to prepare, he I He had like time to prepare smarts, for like Margarito. He had eight million, and he still didn't want that. Yo, listen, he's, <laughs> he's not stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to accuse him of being stupid. He's ran for I think he would have won that time. fight, too, honestly. I think he would have beat Margarito. He doesn't even chance it. He doesn't even chance it. Does he have the heart of those boxers? Probably not. I'm right. not weighing intangibles here. He is undefeated. His talent is incredible. And he's dodged people for the sake of being undefeated and making millions. He's getting $200,000 for this. Right. Or $200 million for this. 
listen, it worked. I'm not knocking a man's strategy. Now, here's the interesting thing. Would you say that Pacquiao has a better record than Mayweather? Now, you look at the Marquez wins. You look at the Morales wins. You look at the Barrera wins. You could argue those are better than anything on Mayweather's record. Floyd makes it look so effortless, though. I mean, Manny was in brawls with these guys. Right. I mean, and Floyd's had what, two really where you look like you'd be like, you're like, yo, you know what, Floyd? You took a lot of damage, my man. Like, that was a, uh -huh. a tough fight. He has two. Manny has wars. Like, Andres has said it before. He, he didn't think Manny won the first three Marquez fights. I never had, I never had yeah. Pacquiao beat Marquez Ke in none of the fights. So, I, 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 agree. Can't, I can't say that those wins were better because he didn't look as dominant. Mm. And it, no. I just can't give him those. He has one hell of a resume. He doesn't back down from people. Mm -hmm. He has a different type of heart. He has the throwback spirit. He's a true boxer. Floyd's not that. Floyd was pretty boy for a reason. Like, yeah. before this money joint, he was pretty boy for a reason. He, he did not fake the funk. He was not trying to get hit in the face by someone in a prom. He came right. into the game preserving himself from the start. And that's what I've always said about Floyd more than anything else. He understood. Like, when we talked about John Jones on our last show, when some guys get to a certain height, they start drinking, they start partying harder. Right. Mayweather has never abused his body. Which is true. It's always been about preservation, which makes him one of the greatest fighters of all time. Very true. But when we talk about Pacquiao, the, the big question is, if Pacquiao beats Floyd, mm. what happens to Floyd's legacy? Oh, before we even go there, what's your prediction? Uh, okay. You get the prediction. Prediction, I'm going to go with Mayweather by decision, 115-113. But Ooh, as, soon, close. as soon as we're Ooh. done, I'm going to put some money on a controversial... Pacquiao split decision. Okay. Because some of the judges got me a little concerned. There's one judge uh, that actually scored the fight, the scored Bradley Pacquiao for Bradley, the first fight. So that lets me know that his scoring can be a little sketchy depending on what he's looking at. So I can see this fight being somewhat controversial. Yo, a draw plays out really good right, right. now. It's you put money possible. on a draw, you're, you're getting Now, five back. years ago, five years ago, I would have went with Floyd like 118, 110. But I think he slowed down enough where Pacquiao can land that right hook, possibly take away his jab. Or excuse me, take away his jab with the left hand. And, you know, Floyd likes to shoot those right hands right with southpaws. Yeah. But he's not as accurate as he used to be. And he likes to try and go to the body. Remember, he got knocked down by Zad trying to go for a body shot. Yeah. Pacquiao's right hook has got a lot better. So if he can get a flash knockdown early or make Floyd a little bit more defensive early, he can get a kind of a controversial decision because you know his work rate is going to be there. Not his accuracy, but the work rate will be there. So mm. before we get out of here, real quick, like Andres just yeah, said, yeah, what first, happens if, what if, ha Floyd if Floyd loses? Because obviously Floyd's got a lot more to lose than Pacquiao. Right. If Pacquiao loses, it's okay. Right. He's expected to lose. He's been in a lot of wars. Right. But if Floyd loses, if Floyd gets flattened by Manny Pacquiao, oh, wow. what happens to Floyd's legacy? Unfortunately for Floyd, he would be destroyed, and it would be because of his own making, because he put up his undefeated record as such a beacon of his greatness that everybody's going to discount everything that he's done for the last, you know, two decades. And it shouldn't be like that. He is a Hall of Fame fighter bar none, first ballot. He's won championships in every weight class. None of that should be discounted, but it's going to be because he's lifted his undefeated record as making him greater than everybody. So for him to get beat by the best fighter he ever faced – he would never get the full credit for his career from the public ever again. Even if he beat Pacquiao in the rematch, it wouldn't matter. It'd be so done. he has more pressure on him than Pacquiao, definitely, bar none. Yeesh. Well, came through dropping knowledge, though. <laughs> Look at this.
Yep. That's really well, we got to get out of here, yeah, man. Yeah, we're out of here. I appreciate you having me. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, thank you for coming in. Thanks to all of our guests. Tomorrow, same time, if you're in the MGM, right after weigh-ins. Yep. We'll be right back in here. Rouge Lounge, right next to the food court between everything. We can see the people behind us. The it's crazy right they're, now. They're harassing our guests. Yo, Richard Schaefer just walked by about 10 minutes ago. Oh, Schaefer oh, walked shit. by? Yo, see, yeah. we got to go chase people down, yo. All right, we're out. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow. Peace. Peace. I wish I could keep this feeling. I wish I could keep this feeling. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.